Wij zijn Ferry en Eva, de founding vader en moeder van Outbound. Een gespecialiseerd reisbureau voor individuele kitesurfreizen. Met een blog, jaarlijks een aantal groepsreizen, kitecoaching en een online kitesurf en travel shop. En nu dus ook met de podcast. In deze podcast nemen we je mee naar diverse kitesurfspots over de hele wereld. Van lagunes tot golven, van Nederland tot Sri Lanka. Veel luisterplezier. Ja, welkom bij weer een nieuwe podcast. Dit is er eentje in een reeks waar we andere experts aan het woord laten. In dit geval belt Eva met Mirjam, die grote delen van het jaar in Kaapstad verblijft. Ze is een fanatieke kitesurfster uit Duitsland, met haar eigen succesvolle blog Wake Up Stoked. Hi Eva, uh, one sec, I need to switch to my headphone. Oh yeah, I had to sit a bit closer to the microphone, but uh, yeah, Ferry uh, installed me and we're now taping <laughs> proper podcast. First of all, thank you for doing this podcast with us. Um, can you tell a little bit about yourself and your relationship with uh, Cape Town? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm like a um, location independent graphic designer and I have the kitesurf blog Wake Up Soak. I travel basically year round and I work online. And uh, I did this because I really love kitesurfing and I just always want to chase the wind and spend my time where it's windy and where I can kitesurf. And like there are many, many amazing spots if you go for traveling for like a holiday. But for me personally, Cape Town had like the complete package if you want to live there and have like a certain aspect, like standard of life and also want to have some no wind activities and also want to have good kitesurfing. So it brings together a lot of aspects, which is why I spent the last years every year around three to five months there. Wow. Yeah, I think it's an yeah, <laughs> I think it's an amazing place um, and it has a lot of different features and even though it took me a while to get used to it, I I really love the spot now. Cool. Well, it's uh, it's not for no reason that we wanted to have Cape Town in our podcast because mm-hmm. a lot of people are so super enthusiastic about it and also just your intro, like your introduction talking about what brings you to Cape Town. It's already super motivated, at least it motivates me, to take a look there at some point in my life. So I wanted to do a podcast with you about South Africa because I think you are really well familiar with the place. Since it's a podcast, we usually do highlight like uh, specific locations. We take one or two kite spots in, in mind your mm-hmm. favorite ones in South Africa. And we do this podcast about these uh, one or two spots. Yeah, then I would take the whole bay, like Dolphin Beach, Kite Beach. Dolphin Beach is just 100 meters upwind of Kite Beach. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, but Dolphin Beach and Big Bay. We always start with the wind section. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's wind section. We do it mostly in Dutch. So then it's the windrubriek. So the first mm-hmm. one of the wind section is where? Where is Cape Town located? The V. It's located in Africa, in South Africa. And in which town or, um, yeah, in which spot? E. E. Um, uh, it's very close to the city, like, or half an hour drive from the city of Cape Town. And the main spots, or generally the area is called, like, Tableview or Blauberg. And the main spots are like Dolphin Beach, Kite Beach and Big Bay. 
so yeah, then we also had the name of the spots already. And the disciplines on the water. What, what kind of kiteboarders do you see on the water when you uh, take, for example, Dolphin Beach? The day. It's mostly big air, like for people who love strong air and who like jumping um, and wave riders as well. Big air is, I think, because you always hear loads of stories about the big kickers, the big waves. So when you arrive at the spot, what do you see? It's like a huge sandy... A wide beach and um, you can probably see a lot of waves and the iconic table mountain uh, which usually has like a big cloud over it when it's super windy mm-hmm. and um, depending on the tide like you can have smaller waves or big waves like usually the sea is quite rough like it's choppy or waves mm-hmm. and yeah outside the temperature is like quite warm but the water is quite cold <laughs> And quite cold, meaning you would be needing like a 3-2 millimeter wetsuit or even thicker. I personally like a 4-3 wetsuit, but you can see people in a 3-2 or also in like a 4-3 with short legs. I think it depends quite a bit. Ideally, I would say like a 4-3. For for us Dutchies, it's not that cold, probably. (laughs) No, it's it's warmer than, than the Netherlands. And if you like to wave ride, then maybe even put on some boots, but... I think I'm very cold generally. Like other people don't really wear boobies. When you arrived, the the Table Mountain part, it sounded quite quite nicely already. Is it a big beach? Is there a lot of space for people to rig up and everything? Yeah, it's quite a big beach, although it can get very crowded in the main season. Like if you come around Christmas, New Year's or also in February when the King of the Air is happening. But you can always go a bit upwind or downwind and it's quite a wide beach. So you have quite a lot of space to set everything up and then in the water if you launch it can get quite hectic because people are like there's a lot of pro kite surfers people are kite looping so um yeah if you're more a beginner or not so experienced i recommend to get out quickly and stay a bit further out all right that sounds uh, like good advice which actually brings me to the next uh, topic of the podcast because we also would like to give advice for the beginners and the people who are a bit less experienced. That's why we also uh, highlight a little bit about uh, possible schools being there. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure, are there actually any kite schools or surf centers at uh, Kite Beach or Dolphin Beach? Yeah, there are like some um, kite schools um, at Kite Beach. But to be honest, like it is not a beginner spot. I would rather go to a different spot if you're learning kite surfing or if you're just riding upwind and you learned it at a flat water spot I would be quite mm-hmm. careful and if you're not 100% sure because it's quite um, extreme conditions the wind can get super strong the waves are very very powerful sometimes the shore break can be big so if you're not super experienced maybe um, go there with someone who's better than you or mm-hmm. also go to a, one of the kite schools which is really close to the spot and ask them for an intro or for another lesson just to be safe yeah that that sounds quite necessary because i can also imagine that when it does get crowded you just want uh, mainly experienced riders on this spot you mentioned that it would get quite crowded are there months that you would say are better in terms of less crowded or are there months that you say okay this is the month that uh, for example the king of the air always takes place so this is the month you want to be there Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that Usually like the season is from December until like end of February, but if you don't want it crowded and you don't want the best uh, wind chance, you can also come in November or March. 
because then it's really, really not crowded, like not as crowded underwater it gets super crowded around christmas and new year's when people have their holidays mm -hmm. and again in february when the king of the air is happening like this year it was more crowded in february than around christmas i think wow. so yeah I, i could also recommend to come maybe in january um, but, until end of january but but is the wind still good then in january i think so if if king of the air takes yeah. later yeah. yeah from december until like end of february beginning of march the wind is really good and then you just have less windy days still windy but not as often but if the wind blows it's usually quite strong eh? in, uh, in kite beach and dolphin beach in cape town Yeah, it, it depends. You can also get some lighter days, so you might even use an 11 sometimes, mm. or you can also see people foil. But usually wow. if the wind is on, it gets strong. Yeah. So you can see the, the tablecloth on, the, on Table Mountain. When it's there, you know it will be on. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Aside of the advice that you basically gave people about the period they might want to visit Cape Town, uh, do you have any other specific advice? Good advice. Very good I would definitely plan a longer holiday, like if you just go for a week, um, then, <laughs> which I don't think you will, but <laughs> your chance of getting good wind is not 100%, so I would say it's around 50%. Also, if you really want to make the most of your kitesurfing, you would get a car and drive to different spots depending on the wind direction. I also wrote a whole blog post about it because depending on the wind direction, you might drive an hour and have a different spot with much better conditions yeah where can we find um, this uh, this blog post because it seems like there's some very good in advice inside this blog post uh, wakeupstoke.com slash kitesurf minus cape, cape town kitesurf wow. minus cape minus town all right cool <laughs> yeah we'll be sure to check that one out because it's always good to have a written spot guide as well thank you any other advice maybe on things like other must-dos except for kiteboarding and sleeping and kiteboarding some more. <laughs> oh, there, there are so many must-dos. <laughs> you can go um, hiking really nice. You can go to Table Mountain or Lion's Head, or there are many other hikes you could do. Uh, you can visit the penguins in Simonstown. Have to, um, have, do you have to be an uh, experienced hiker, you think? No. Um, Lion's Head is a really quite an easy hike. Only in the end you have to climb a bit, but... I'm personally not an experienced hiker, so yeah, I, I wouldn't say so. And also for Table Mountain, you could like you could even take the cable car up, ah, <laughs> um, but um, there are also very easy routes to go up and there are also harder routes where you probably have to climb. The last uh, topic of this podcast uh, would be a fun fact, information that you think, hmm, this is probably something not everybody knows about Cape Town. Yeah, <laughs> um, because everyone thinks there are so many sharks when you kitesurf in Cape Town. And a lot of people say they have seen sharks when kitesurfing. Mm -hmm. I thought so too. Most of the times when you think you see a shark, it's the moonfish or it has different names. But yeah. basically it's a fish that has a fin which looks like a shark. And it also is gray on the top and white on the bottom. It simply, it looks like a shark, yeah. but it's not moving as fast. You, you can recognize it because it's just standing and at one spot, it's not really moving. I think like 99% of the people that think they saw a shark on Kite Beach, they saw a moonfish. It's a really, really ugly fish. Like if you Google it, it's super I ugly. Will, I will for sure Google it. Well, that's a, that's a good fun fact because I am pretty sure not everybody knows this about Cape Town. And it's also mm -hmm. a good fun fact because I'm actually happy to hear that most people did not see a shark in the end, but they saw a moonfish. 
So I think uh, that's about it. Uh, we have quite some information now uh, regarding Kite Beach and Dolphin Beach in Cape Town. When we want to have a little bit more information, we'll be sure to visit your blog. Yeah, that's about it uh, about the Cape Town podcast part one regarding Kite Beach and Dolphin Beach. So it went pretty fast. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Ik schakel weer eventjes over naar het Nederlands, want we blijven toch een Nederlandse podcast. Als je dit nou leuk vond en je denkt, nou hier wil ik wel meer van horen, dan kun je ons natuurlijk volgen op de bekende kanalen. En we zouden het ook heel erg leuk vinden als je onze podcast eventjes zou willen beoordelen. Dat helpt ook ons uh, beter vindbaar te worden en het helpt ook andere kijkers om deze podcast te vinden. Tot de volgende keer!